Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. On this episode of Veterans Corner, Bill talks with Stephen Butch Whitehead, National Commander of the Disabled American Veterans, the DAV. The DAV is one of the premier veterans organizations that has taken on the task of helping veterans work their way through filing disability claims for injuries suffered while in military service. He reminds us that there is no statute of limitations on when you can file a claim and it can mean thousands of dollars in monthly payments along with guaranteed access to the VA hospital system. With that said, the DAV is so much more, and by listening, you will learn about their legislative actions and how chapters are serving the veterans community. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I'm so happy to have you with us. And remember, if you're listening to this in a car, don't try to take notes. But if you're at home, have a paper and pencil ready so you can take down the phone numbers. If there's others in the house with you or in the car, invite them to listen in. You may be listening to this over the air on one of our four FM stations or as a podcast on Veterans Corner Radio. In either case, we're delighted to have you with us. My guest today is Stephen Whitehead, and everybody calls him Butch in the DAV. He is the national commander, and he has other roles in the DAV besides that. Butch, what a great pleasure it is to have you on the show today. Well, Bill, I want to first of all thank you for the invite. It's truly my honor to be on part of your show. I really looking forward to this. You know, you people have made such a difference in my life. I was one of the guys who got injured while I was in the military, lived with it for 40, 50 years, and the situation just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I didn't know I had any recourse until a guy named Daryl Katz, who was our service officer for our local chapter, DAV, came to me one day and said, Bill, you were in the military. Are any of those things our responsibility? And I said, what do you mean our responsibility? <laughs> it really is, Bill. That's, uh, that's why the DAV exists. And I know in that service officer helped you was spot on. The DAV is a nonprofit that provides a lifetime of support for veterans of all generations. You know, every year we help to transform more than 1 million lives in a positive ways for helping veterans gain access to the healthcare, disabilities, financial, housing, and educational benefits they've earned, and connecting them to meaningful employment opportunities. DAV is the nation's most resourceful veteran service organization, keeping the promise of support to America's veterans, just like you, Bill. I mean, that's what that service officer was charged to do with by the DAV, and he did exactly what we wanted to, help you get what you have earned. You know, it's interesting. We had one guy, World War II vet, 95 years old, deaf as a stone. He had been a gunner's mate on a battleship, 
and he'd not been able to hear his entire life since, yeah. since World War II. <laughs> and one of the guys said, well, wait a minute, let's file on this. Yeah, right. And for the last few years of his life, he got a check from the government every month for what happened to him. And, you know, these kind of stories go on and on with the DAV. I'm just fascinated. Yeah, well, Bill, you think about it, you know, every one of our service members served in the military and they're proud of their service, right? He or she wore that uniform with pride and they felt it was their duty. It was what they're expected to do. And, oh, by the way, we up. Uh, if we got injured, we just, you know, drank water, dump a little sand on it, and go on. You know, and that's... Suck it up. Yep, exactly. Uh, drink more water. You know, we've all heard that story, song, you know, song and dance so many times. But one thing the DEV really wants to make sure is that every veteran, when you take that uniform off, while the military service was there, they took care of you while you wore their uniform, we got to make sure that the veteran knows that now it's the VA's job to take care of them. That he or she that maybe got injured, maybe didn't think anything, but now, as you just uh, said about that World War II veteran, you know, how many years later can't hear. And that's the result of his, uh, his time in the military and being around loud noises. The VA owns that, right? Because yeah, that, that person. I'm not, not, sure I can, not sure I can hear you. Uh, the B-52s are still ringing in my ears. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but I guess new hearing aids are built. That, that'll help you. <laughs> there they are. And the VA has been very good. I, I have to admit, we're, we're in the area of James A. Haley. And I don't know if you're familiar with the various VA hospitals, but that's ranked right up towards the top of the 144 VA hospitals. And they are fabulous. Yeah. You know, Bill, one thing I want to talk about today, you know, you're, we're talking about, you know, your time in the service and all that. I really want to highlight one big thing that we've been advocating for years, years and years. And that is something that's helping the Vietnam veterans. You know, this Agent Orange that their veterans were exposed to because of their service in country over there. And these presumptive injuries that the VA is not recognizing yet. The DAV for years now has been fighting to get the VA to understand that this chemical that the veterans, the service members were exposed to, has said other existing uh, injuries to the veterans, you know, bladder cancer, hypothyroidism, and things like this, but they haven't for years now accepted that. Well, I think we're finally getting there. Uh, we got the, the House and the Senate to really hear our message, and we're starting to see some great progression. Now, we're not to the end. But I think it's important that our veterans that are listening and uh, watching your podcast here, that they understand that the DV, DAV doesn't stop. You know, we're going to keep fighting for each one of those veterans. And those, the presumptives that we've been fighting for, we're not going to stop until we get an answer, until we get those truly help, the help that they've earned uh, because of the, uh, the time of service that they fought for our country. Yeah, I just did a show with Congressman Gus Milarakis, who was in the House, and he is working diligently to get a lot of these things like the burn pit and, of course, veterans courts and things of that nature. And he's found working across the aisle works very well because there's a lot of people on both sides of the aisle that are for this. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's, that's the scary part is there's so many people for it, but it seems like we're constantly fighting an uphill battle when it comes to getting the people to truly take it all the way to the end, right? Make it law. Since the VA is not going to come forward and recognize it, then we just got to go after our Congress and make them make it a law that this is uh, these veterans get the care they are. And you know what? That's the DEV is doing right now, and we're going to keep fighting for it. Let's hope we keep our fingers crossed that this year uh, we can see a little, uh, little game, a little positive uh, movement on that this year. 
I think it since I'm looking at you, and of course the radio audience won't see you at all, but you're in greens right now. <laughs> what are you doing at this moment? You know, right now, Bill, I, I wear several hats as you introduced me as uh, today. Right now, I'm actually the Command Star Major for the 34th Infantry Division. I'm out in lovely Fort Irwin, California, uh, observing uh, some of our uh, Minnesota National Guard soldiers going through their National Training Center uh, evaluation. And uh, it's an honor to wear this uniform uh, as those that did before me, but really it's also it's the dual hat piece that I enjoy because I'm really seeing firsthand what our service members are going through and what some of our new challenges will be, not so much tomorrow, but maybe 5, 10, 20, even 30 years down the road because I've lived it, right? So I want to keep advocating for these veterans that are currently service members but you know what? One day they'll try and take this uniform off and they'll become veterans and fully veterans. And I want to make sure that we understand what the, the, what the need's going to be. So as the command sergeant major, I'm out here, you know, helping our service members just like the DAV helps the veterans. As a command sergeant major, I'm helping their soldiers today. Well, you're also an adjutant for the DAV, correct? In one of the states. Yep. In uh, the state of Minnesota, I'm uh, the, the department adjutant. I've been that for uh, eight years now. And it's truly, you know, it's a passion that obviously with me to help the local veterans there in Minnesota, but that's what drove me to want to run, to become the national commander as well. I had some great mentors coming up in Minnesota, being as the adjutant, they really helped me see the bigger picture and uh, why it's important that we focus on the big picture of helping all veterans, not one era, not one age group, but not one sex, but every single service member that wore that uniform that's now a veteran we got to make sure we help them. And as the adjutant, I've seen some great things in Minnesota. I really have. And you don't have to be a DAV member to be helped by VAV, correct? That is correct. You know, being a chartered organization, a service organization, every one of our services that we provide is free, Bill. Every veteran that's out there, it doesn't matter if you're a member or not. If you need help, you can contact the DAV uh, and we'll provide the assistance that you need, be it for your benefits you know, Bill, as you're aware of, one other great program that we have is our transportation program. And that's where a lot of our veterans, the aging veterans, are really taking advantage of the DAV's services and letting us provide that free transportation for that veteran to and from the medical appointment. As we get older, and it's not always fun to have to drive an hour, two hours, and then to, and then to traffic, that we have these volunteers that are driving millions of miles a year transporting veterans, and that's a great program for us as well. I would invite you to come down here to South Hillsborough County outside of Tampa, because we have some really exciting things here. Our chapter, chapter 110 of DAV, drives the 45 minutes up and 45 minutes back to the James A. Ailey Hospital every day. Yep. However, they put in, well, this is more excitement. However, near us, within about 10 miles of us, they put in a clinic. And so a lot of the guys wanted to go to the clinic, but again, didn't have transportation. One of the gated communities, a fellow who belonged to the veterans club in that community, donated his house when he died for 300 and some odd thousand. That club is now going to pick up and drive a van for this whole area back and forth to the clinic. And that's just amazing, Bill. I mean, that's, again, another veteran seeing where their shortcomings are in that we just step up. You know, we know that there's so many things that our government just can't do. I mean, everything comes with a price tag, right? And yes. the DAV, you know what? We're here to pick up the pieces that are, the crumbles are out there. And our transportation program, 
just like that veteran did and now your chapter is doing is we find the, uh, where the shortcomings are and now we have veterans that want to go to clinics. Well, guess what? We'll get them there. You know, that's something new and, uh, that we didn't have 10 years ago. Well, you know what? We adapt and overcome and now we have volunteers that are going to be driving these veterans to and from their clinic appointment now, which is great. And we all can use volunteers. It, it, absolutely, Bill. You know, the DAV, a lot of our work's done. You know, if it wasn't for the volunteers, you know, a lot of our services won't be provided. You know, that's what makes it so great that we're offering free services is because of all the volunteers that are out there, the thousands and thousands of uh, volunteers that are out there, the driving um, or taking care of somebody's yard, it may be. If it wasn't for those veterans or even, it, you don't have to be a veteran to volunteer, but those volunteers as a whole, they're making a huge impact, and it's the DEV is connecting these volunteers and helping these veterans that need it. And it's the connect, uh, connection between the DEV and the volunteers. It's just amazing. By the way, those who might have turned in a little late to this program, I'm talking with Butch Whitehead, who is the national commander for the DAV, but he fills a lot of other roles along with that. You know, Bill, as a, as the national commander, it's such an honor, you know, because I really look at this role as I'm the voice for every single veteran that's out there. And I'm really proud of that because I want to make sure everybody out there is hearing what our concerns are, what our problems are, but as well as the hearing about our successes. You know, our veterans isn't always about all the negative or the downfalls. We have some veterans that are making some huge strides in their life, you know, being recovering from the TBI or PTSD. Oh, yes. And I want to make sure that everybody hears those positive messages. So as a role as a national commander, I'm very proud of that being the, the voice of it. But also, I want to make sure my voice is heard on, on the Hill, that our legislators that are out there making these laws, they know exactly how the DAB and all the veterans feel about what's important. So that's another huge part, uh, honor of me to make sure that our voices are being heard. Well, I know that when I got my first check that Daryl Kratz helped me get as my SRO, when that check came, I cashed it and bought a lifetime membership. <laughs> well, thank you, Bill. <laughs> well, it, it's important to give back. And I think that's what volunteering is about, is you're looking at your life and saying, hey, I've been blessed. How can I bless others? And isn't that really what DAV does? Yeah, it is. You know, the DAV is made up of, you know, of truly passionate people. You think about our service bill and we're one thing that the military taught us, no matter what branch of service you are, you take care of your brothers and sisters that are beside you, behind you, in front of you, and that just carries on. And when you have that passion of taking care of others, the DV is just that. We have that passion. We have members of our organization that are passionate about making sure we take care of everybody. I love telling the story about why I joined the DAV. You know, when I came home from my first deployment, um, I had a group of Vietnam veterans that met me on that bus and that truly said, We'll take care of you. Make sure you do not go through what we went through when we came home. Wow. That's just with me every single day, Bill. And, um, and that's why I do what I do. It's because at the end of the day, that Vietnam veteran that said that to me, he, he is truly, truly doing that today. He's out there every day volunteering, helping veterans, and I want to follow in his footsteps. I want to make sure that I, too, am there for those soldiers that will be coming home 10, 20, 30 years from now that I want to make sure that they get the taking care of that I got when I came home. I just had a granddaughter get out of the Army, and uh, before she got out, I gave her, do this, 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 and this. <laughs> and her <laughs> husband her husband stayed in, and he just graduated from OCS. So oh, awesome. Great, great family, wonderful couple, just have taken advantage of everything that the military can give them. 
both of them ended up with their master's degree in under six years, which is fabulous the whole way around. Absolutely. Now, I I do want to be sure if somebody needs to get a hold of the AB, they listen to this and say, you know, I, I did wrench my knee back when I was in the military and my knee has never been the same. How do they get a hold of an SROers? You know, the quickest way, quickest way, Bill, honestly, is to go right to our website, the DAB.org. And there's a link right there that you can, it says, find the nearest service officer. You click on that, you type in your zip code. It's going to come up with the nearest service officer to your location. It gives you a telephone number, address, and that's the quickest way to get a hold of somebody. So this is, can go all over and people can find the help as quick as they can. Uh, so the DAB.org, that's the website. That's the quickest way to go, uh, to find somebody. And there is no charge for what we do. Absolutely. Anybody that contacts, it is a free service, free service that we provide to every veteran out there. We do not ask for anything in return. We just want to be able to make sure that you get the service, you get the help that you've earned because of your service. And when you make that phone call, it, it's confidential. Everything you tell our service officers is between you and that service officer. I would point out somebody comes to me and says, well, you know, I don't want to take something away from another vet by filing. I've done pretty well in my life. I really don't need the extra. You're not taking anything away from anybody by filing. Absolutely. You're actually hurting those. Actually, when you don't file, you're hurting those that are actually filing because at the end of the day, it just goes to show that if we have veterans that are not coming forward and identifying those issues, that those that are actually identifying, it just, it's, it's, it's all about the dollar again, Bill. We talk about it. When it comes to our taxes and how the government allocates those funds, it comes down to the government not seeing the need for something. And in reality, is it's, it is there. It is there because we have veterans that are, you know, pride, pride and honor of the service. But at the end of the day, you know what, it's, it's something that they've earned and they deserve. Commander Whitehead, I really appreciate your being on the show with me today. And I hope that maybe one of these days before your term's over, you'll come back or maybe just come back as the adjutant from Minnesota. Well, I'm actually looking to come down to Florida there, hopefully sometime in January, Bill. Uh, so if I do come down, I'll definitely send you a note. Uh, coming oh, look down. me up. Yes, I will definitely look you up, Bill. I would be thrilled. Ladies and gentlemen, I've had Stephen, and everybody calls him Butch Whitehead, who is the national commander of our Disabled American Veterans of America. Great group, great organization. And Stephen or Butch, either way, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. And thank you for all you do also for the DAV. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again on Veterans Corner. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.